For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs six twenty three. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International, True Vine Cathedral, as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Hallelujah. This morning you want to pray for one minute. Thanking God that we are here in His presence. You want to just bow your heads and just pray one minute. Lord, thank you that I am here in your presence. Others could not make it. Others are elsewhere. Basketball, football, tennis, just hanging around. But we are here in God's presence. Thank you, O oh God, that something in my heart brought me here. Some of us, we are not even sure why we came. We came even half reluctantly, but we are here. What a blessing. What a blessing. I'm happy to be in your presence, oh God, because I love you so much. Thank you for this opportunity to serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. This morning it's um, is a secular occasion, Valentine's Day, made by men to celebrate love of a certain humankind. But we are also spiritual people, and it is also important for us because we also know that God is love. Yeah. So Valentine's Day is a day when we remember and and, and think about God and what he means to us. Hallelujah. Um, what is Valentine and love about? Love is, what is love? Love is an emotion or a fearing. It's a fearing. It's something in your heart that makes your heart beat. Oh, oh it's not true. Your heart is already beating, but it beats child, you understand? Your heart beats in a special way. Yeah, you can walk and you can march. Is there a soldier here this morning? Uh, Frank, yes, you can walk and you can march. All are moving forward, but they are different. Yeah, they are different. One has more discipline and more beauty. When you are walking, you can walk like this and nobody, but when you are marching, it's beautiful. So love makes your heart beat in a certain way. Or it's not true. Coffee is true. It's true. He just got married last week. It's true. More are coming. But love works best when it's mutual. I love you, you love me. That's the best, the best, most effective kind of love. The most, the most effective, what other word can I use again? Passionate. No, not passionate. Effective, the most fruitful, satisfying kind of love is the one where it is mutual, where I love you and you love me. Um, love is most effective and fruitful when it's mutual, when I love you and you love me. Yeah. Because that other kind of love 
where one person loves one person and the other person don't love back is very distressing. It is very disturbing. Amen. It is the cause of broken hearts. How many have had broken heart before? Broken heart. Raise your hand. No, no, no. Uh, stop, stop. Look, we are in church. 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 Number one, we don't lie. Number two, there's no shame. How many have had broken heart before? My hand, my hand is raised. It's not that I'm giving you. I have had it before. Yeah, I remember the day I was walking back. It is one of the things that can make a young man commit suicide. Broken hearts. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. In America, recently, some young man killed his girlfriend, killed some boy, and killed himself because the girl was leaving him for that boy. So he killed the girl. Then the boy came, he killed the boy, and he killed himself over broken hearts. Hey, broken heart. That thing called broken heart. It is when one person loves somebody. I love you. And then you don't mind me. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. You understand? You understand? Come. You love somebody. And then the person is coming here so happy. Then you open your hand. Oh, come, come, come for a hug. Then your heart do <coughs> something will do crack your heart. Then you are, you you can freeze. Then you just and then you just say, Oh, how are you? Say, Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. But actually, something has died inside. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. You don't understand. You understand? Broken hearts. You see, I have had some before. I have had some before. Yeah. I proposed to a girl. And she did not say yes. It's amazing. Today, two people have called me. They proposed and the answer was yes. Hey, today, two people. They are happy. I remember mine. That day, I was... I remember walking back to my room and I was confused because I was sure she would say yes. I had done my groundwork, sent messages, sent pictures and card and done other things, but she said no. Yeah. And it was not easy. Amen. Because love was not mutual. It was one-sided. One person loving the other and the other person also very likely loving somebody else. So this morning, I want to bring to your attention a possible situation of that kind that involves you. Because I am certain, I am certain as I'm here that God loves us. Amen. I am certain. I am very, very convinced beyond all doubts 
that God loves us. I know that sometimes because of our circumstances and our situation, we are a bit unsure because sometimes we are struggling. We are struggling financially. We are in difficulties. We are not able to do some things that bring comfort. And so we are hard up. And then we think that God is so mighty and so powerful, but we don't have all the things we are looking for. That situation can make somebody think that, "Mm, does God love me? And I'm sure there are many people here at one time in your life, you have actually asked to yourself, does God love me? True or false? How many have ever asked that question? Does God love me or does God care? Raise your hand up. Oh, yeah, you have asked that question. Does God love me or does God care for me? And then we wonder that, ah, if God doesn't care for me, why am I in church? Why do I bother? That is the, the effect of that thought. But you see, this morning, I came to say something else. That God actually loves you. Amen. And I can prove it so very easily. Because no matter how difficult your circumstances is, if you change where you are standing to look, and you look at it in a different way, you will see that actually God has been good to you. Yes. You will see that I may be struggling and suffering, but actually it is not as bad as I thought. Especially if you consider some other people. Especially. Especially. Some other people. Hey! When you say my case is bad, then you see somebody's case then you say oh it's okay i like my case i like my case but you see you have at that time you are just consoled but you have not also taught it well that god loves you god loves you very very much amen oh i said amen you see you have no idea how much god loves you many of us we have no idea me myself something happened that revealed to me how much God loves me because when my son was born my first son was born Nikki I was there you know and in those places the labor ward is the labor room sorry a ward it's you alone so I was there with my wife alone and she had had a very long labor about 38 hours baby wasn't coming they had done things it wasn't coming long they called people they tried tried so when the baby finally came after almost 38 or 40 hours she was exhausted she was exhausted so when the baby came the nurse took the baby and the mother was just lying down tired so she gave the baby to me to me to hold first before she turned to the mother the other nurses to take care of her and sort her out and things so i remember i stood there they came in this little bundle small baby he came he came it was very dark when he was born <laughs> and i i held him i remember looking at that little boy and that and i just felt in my heart i love you i just felt so moved 
I remember I stared. I remember, Father, that day is burnt in my mind. I can see the word. The bed is like, is this? The nurse was standing here and she gave the baby to me and I, I was standing here. I remember by the wall and I just looked at that boy and I said, I love you. He's done nothing. Oh, he has brought trouble and bills. A lot of bills. You're laughing at him. I just, I just loved him. And as I stood there that morning, holding him in, the, in my hand, then it just dropped into my head. God loves you. God loves you in the same way for nothing you have done. Even the trouble you have brought, chasing boys, boys chasing you. No, all those disgraceful things you have done. Tell about, I think you are the one he's talking to. I think you are the one who has done disgraceful things. All those disgraceful things you have done. Coming to poo-poo on yourself, we wish into a tower like in the air. When we are in town, the guys come to make poo-poo in town. What do you do? But still, you love them. And I just remember it came to my head. God loves you. Oh, God loves you this morning. I said, God loves you fantastically. That's why there are so many scriptures in the Bible about God loving us. For God so loved the world that he gives only begotten son. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. God loved you, not because you were many, but he has set his love upon you. There are so many scriptures that make it clear beyond any doubt that God loves us. Oh, that day I understood. It was bent into my spirit. That's why up to today, I, know I don't doubt I'd, all my troubles have come and gone. I don't doubt it at all that God loves me. Amen. You see, I told you. I told you that for love to be mutual, to be effective, it must be mutual. For love to be really potent and powerful, it must be mutual. It means that God loves us clearly. Now you must love God. Luke chapter 11 and verse 42. Luke chapter 11. Jesus was talking to the Pharisees. And he said, Woe unto you, Pharisees! For ye tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs and pass over judgment and the love of God. This is Jesus talking to the Pharisees. And he said that you, you have been careful. You have been careful to do a lot of things. You have tried to pay tithes. You have tried to come to prayer meeting all night. You have tried to even join the choir and do extra things. But he said that you have passed over something very important, the love of God. You have not dwelt upon it. It's like somebody who loves you and then you don't, you don't mind the person. Are you here this morning? Somebody who really cares for you. And then when he's there, you don't mind him. Many children ignore parents. Many children, when your daddy is there, you don't mind him very much. 
he said and you pass over the love of god you don't think about it either we take it for granted or we just somehow move today is valentine's day until i'm preaching this one yeah look at john chapter 5 and verse 42 and he gave and jesus again talking and he gave another to another people he said you i know you that you have not the love of god in you i know you john 5 42 i know that you you don't have the love of god in you are you hear this yeah i mean there's some of us i no i'm just preaching for a short time so pay attention you know some of us we don't really think about god we don't care about god not much and i also remembered something yesterday yesterday was football day in the english premier league and then i remembered manchester lost yesterday i remembered my brother-in-law he lives somewhere he travels by train or car to go and watch a match and when they lose he's so up they will text it nonsense he's just sending because they have lost and me i support real madrid i support barcelona i support bayern i support psg i support chelsea i support Arsenal, not Kotokoa. Arsenal, I don't know them. I support Manchester sometimes. I support, I have about seven teams. Yes, seven teams. Every country I have one team. Yes, it's my plan. So I, have, I don't have broken hearts. I can shift, I can shift, I can shift. I shift. But you see, I was thinking of my classmates. Hey! I said these guys are passionate about their team. I am not. I am not. Me, I'm just okay. Manchester lost eh? Ah, who beat them? Sutherland. Okay. And so what? It doesn't disturb me. And I'll see him writing, stupid coach. You should have not changed this man. You should have done because they are passionate about something. Amen. They love God. They love football. They love football. Somehow, they love football. But this morning, we are talking about a love for God. And and we are talking about some people's love for God and how Jesus said that some people do not, that they have not the love of God in you. And, and you see, the reason why this scripture is important is because it is impossible to make somebody love you. It is impossible. I hear this morning. It is impossible to make somebody love you because love is a totally voluntary, willing decision of your heart. It is you must decide I love the person. I choose. You can look at the whole choir. Uh, she, 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 look at them all. Tall, short, uh, long hair, short hair, fair, dark. You look through. Ah, you look through. Then, nobody can make you choose. You must say I choose this one. No, nobody can make you love somebody. 
Amen. Genesis chapter 29. Genesis chapter 29. The story of Jacob and his wives. Verse 16. And Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah. And the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah was tender-eyed, but Rachel was beautiful. Wow! Beautiful. Sure. Waist and hips, everything. And well-favored. It means body. Proper body. And Jacob loved Rachel. Yeah, I understand. And said, I will serve thee seven years. Ah, for Rachel. Okay, I would seven years. I will serve you. Say what you like. I will marry Rachel for thy younger daughter. And and Laban said, Oh, better to give her to you than to a stranger. So, yes, you can have Rachel to marry her. And Laban organized a wedding for the children. One day you organize a wedding, not for yourself, but for your children. For your children. Yeah. And then he organized a wedding. And then they got married. And the next morning, the next morning, verse 25. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. Hey! And he said to Laban, What? What is this? What is this you have done to me? Hey! Hey! Can you imagine? When you wake up, they see that it's not Judy, but somebody else. Hey! Broken heart, siniazo. Do you know siniazo? It's called a siniazo. Uncontrollable event. Uncontrollable. It is a damage. He said, What? What is this you have done? And Laban said, Sorry. Verse 26. We cannot marry the younger when the older is still there. So let's do a, an agreement. Marry the younger one too. I'll give you both. I don't know how he agreed. But in those days, he agreed it. I'll give you both. And so he took both. Verse 30. I'm showing you something this morning. And he went in also unto Rachel. But look at this. And he loved Rachel more than Leah. That's how it is. That is how it is. You always love something. Those who love God, love him. Those who don't love God, love something else more than God yeah. they love he said I have two wives but actually I love Rachel more than Leah amen and when the Lord saw that Leah was hated you see this morning I want you to understand something he never said I hate Leah he never said that he only said that I love Rachel more more than Leah. I love her. But God said, in my eyes, in my eyes, sometimes there's nothing like number two. Tell a girl, never be a second wife. Ah, find a girl nearby. Tell her, never be a second wife. Hey, touch, pull the girl, pull somebody. Find a girl. Tell her, never agree. Hey, somebody, push them, push them. No. Number two cannot work. Number two cannot work at all. Don't consider it. 
Say amen. amen. Tell somebody, I will never be number two. Eh, you didn't say it well. Say it well. Never. And he said that. And he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. 32. And Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called him Reuben. And she said, Surely the Lord has looked upon my affliction. Now look at her emo. Now therefore my husband will love me. Why? Because I have borne him a child. Verse 33. And she conceived again and bare a son and said, Because the Lord heard that I was hated, this is after the first child has been born. So after the child was born, she was still hated. She has born the first child and she's still hated. So she born again, thinking that the second one will help. And so called him Simeon. 34. And she conceived and bare a child again. Now this time, my husband will be joined. It means that up to now, still, he's not joined to her. After I've born you two sons, he is still not joined to her. She has tried. My husband doesn't love me. Okay, I will born one. Then she born one. Then it no, still no love. Okay, I will born two. No hate. Still there's hatred. Okay, I will born three. Still, he's not joined to me. Tell somebody, you cannot make somebody love you. No, you cannot. I said you cannot. That is why God also cannot, cannot make you love him. There is no command that God can give that can suddenly turn you into a God lover. No. There's nothing like that. Either you love God, you, you love God, or you don't. Yeah. That is how it is. Are you here this morning? I said either, turn to your neighbor. Let me see you. Either you love God, or you don't that's all that's all that is all there is nothing God can do to make you love him and you see God also suspects or knows that some people don't love him amen he knows that is why he turned to Peter and said Peter do you love me he turned and he asked Peter do you love me he asked yes it's a real question tell somebody it's a real question that Jesus asked Peter Peter do you love me Peter said I love you he wasn't satisfied and he asked again Peter do you love me do you love me and so this morning no you see listen are you here this morning? God is tired of broken hearts. His heart being broken and disturbed by other people that he has made and brought forth and loved and blessed them. No, God is not able to make anybody love him. You, I said you must decide you must decide are you here this morning i said you must decide to love god after all that he has done for us and god is not in any you see god has 
virtually nothing to gain from us what he does for us is out of his heart and his love it is out of his heart and his love for us God loves us full stop many of us don't return his love many of us we are not so careful to love God to return to respond to do him love as he loves us we are not careful amen and one of the reasons are you here you see one of the reasons why I believe many of us do not take time to love God is because we have forgotten where we came from and we have we have not thought deeply about how we became what we are let me show you a scripture this morning Luke chapter 7 verse 36 and one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him and he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet 37 and behold a woman in the city which was a sinner when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house brought an alabaster box of ointments and stood at his feet behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with her tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment you will say that she was doing something too much you will say you will say that ah why why i mean us all this emotion crying i know how we will react to such a person coming to our midst when somebody you see even among us when somebody is in church and is very loyal to the church you say i do something too much we are all members we all we all pay tight why is you every meeting you are here why is the pastor your beloved is he your boyfriend we, are, we begin to think crazy things and we cannot see that somebody loves God so much we cannot understand somebody's deep love for Christ we cannot understand it what did Jesus say Jesus says something he said her sins 48 her sins which are many are forgiven for she loved much for to whom little is forgiven the same loves little verse 47 the one who is forgiven little loves little and the one who is forgiven much loves much this morning my suspicion is that many of us we have forgotten our sins we have forgotten our sins you have forgotten the time when you were fornicating with a man you have forgotten the time when you were doing disgraceful things you have forgotten I'm quiet this morning I'm, I'm just starting yeah you have forgotten the time you were watching disgusting pornography on the phone and you had erection you have forgotten shameful boy standing there watching the thing you have forgotten you have forgotten the time you were walking home and you were drunk and you couldn't even see the road you were lying down in the beer bar you have forgotten you have forgotten you have forgotten the wild thoughts that have passed through your mind that God has read like graphic 
You have forgotten all the things. I said you have forgotten where you came from. Today you are sitting in church wearing a nice dress like a good Christian. You have forgotten what you used to be. You have forgotten the bad things. Countless bad, wicked, evil, disgusting, disgraceful things that we have done. What am I saying? What am I saying? If we just bring a picture of something you were doing and we put it on the screen, you will stop this church. You will never come here again. Your disgrace will be so total. Your disgrace. If I can show one night between you and somebody in a corner, if I can show one thing you have done on a screen here, on a screen here, at once you cover your face and then you just say, just I'll pass out and you come back again. Disgraceful, shameful things that we have done. Yes. We have done these things. Nice girl. Nice girl. Nice girl. You are deceived into thinking good girl. I can talk to her. She's like me. Inside. Inside. Only we know. Only we know how bad we have been before. Only we know. Only we know the occasions we have done masturbation in a corner. Only we know the times we have gone aside with men. Some of them cry. You don't even know his name. You don't even know his name. Just some money he gave you or just something. Somebody hijacked you in a corner. Just, just some time when you have done to go to steal. Steal. You know, steal. Taking something that is not yours. Our wickedness. Our badness. We have so forgotten it. That even, you see, because you have forgotten it, that is why you can't appreciate that Jesus loves you. And he has chosen to make you his friend. And he knows. He knows. When you were there doing all the bad things, he was there in spirits. He knows. He can read your hearts. He knows everything about you. And still, he says, you're my friend. And you love him more than anything. Still. Still. He, he knows. And he hasn't said that. He doesn't look at you and says that. What a nasty. No, no. He has not turned away from you. He should. You. I said you. You see, some guys, when they are going to marry, then they hear something about the girl. I'll marry you again. I think how I hate it. This girl, I was going to hear, I hear, oh, she's not a virgin again. So I'll marry her again. You, are you a virgin? You, are you a virgin? You cry, you have been born two sons from secondary school. And now you are complaining that the girl is not a virgin. I'll marry her again. And you are forgotten your badness. Badness. And you are now coming to judge somebody. God hasn't forgotten his badness. He knows our badness even deeper. And still he loves you. What a great God. I said, what a great God that we have. What a fantastic God. <sighs> he has seen you remove your panties. <sighs> My daughter has removed her panties. And, and then he has watched her. And when you get up, then you come to him. I'll come to give you a hug. He will hug you still. He will hug you still. Knowing where you are coming from. You, you say, eh, 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 you will walk away from the person. You will just say, tell you, excuse me. Uh, uh, have you bathed? Did you wash down there well? Then you just walk away. God has said, no, no. He will welcome you. He will welcome you still. And he will look at you. 
coming from another fetish from another idol place going to slaughter a cow slaughter a chicken you have just come from that place and you have come to him with and he's looking he will still receive you i'm preaching this morning we have forgotten those things that is why our love for god is little it's little we are not standing to think about it and have a deep passion to remember hey Charlie when I see this and I see myself me pa I'm in church me pa I'm in church hey what a wonderful God hey, if I look at my friends I shouldn't be here when I look at my classmates when I see what I've done before me me I'm in church I'm a chorister me I'm a chorister and I can stand on stage and I'm singing and nobody has run away ah God has done a wonderful thing in my life God has done a wonderful thing in my life Asha walking up and down the aisle with your red tie and as a proper person hey your area boys know you your area boys know you and you are walking up and down here holding baskets hey there have been a thief before yeah and you have come here and God knows and you and you are trying to say that oh it's nothing no it's not nothing it's something it's something and that is why our love for God is little because we have put aside those things this morning this morning don't, don't no 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 do not be a fool and say it is nothing it is something it is a sign of great love God has loved you huh. God has loved you me I said me oh I never take my salvation for granted that I'm a pastor ah oh, that I have a church people are following me yeah, I, I, it's a miracle it's a miracle it's a miracle that people listen to me it's a miracle that you have come from your house this morning to gather here and sit down because of me oh no you don't understand my secondary school days you don't understand no no no, no. it's a miracle I never take it for granted that's why I can lie in my bed and I can say God thank you thank you I can tell God Lord I love you I do I do because I remember this morning my 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 appeal to you is remember at least five or three of your sins remember them remember your bad things you have done and said and just remember and to consider that God has brought you and embraced you and remember as you think about it you love him as you think about it as you remember those things oh one man one man that I admire so much in the Bible David 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 a scripture second samuel second samuel chapter 7 and it came to pass when the king sat in his house the king and the lord had given him rest round about from all his enemies that the king said unto nathan the prophet see i want to build a lord a temple that's what david said i want to build the lord a temple and the Lord said, no. Verse 5. 
and the Lord said go and tell my servant David that says the Lord shall thou build me a house no 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 you not build me a house and he says that rather rather he says your son verse 12 he says and when thy days be fulfilled thou shalt sleep with thy fathers I will stop thy seed after thee which proceed out of thy bowels and I will establish my kingdom he your son shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever I will be his father and he shall be my son verse 15 and my mercy shall not depart away from him verse 16 and thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee and thy throne shall be established this is what God is telling David after David said I want to build a house for you hey verse 18 then went King David in when God had told him all this then went King David in and sat before the Lord and said who am I who am I oh Lord that is the question we must ask ourselves who am I oh Lord and what is my house that thou hast brought me hither and this was a small thing in thy sight oh Lord this King James part is not let me read it in the in the New Living and King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed who am I oh sovereign Lord and what is my family that you have brought me this far and now Lord in addition to everything you speak of giving your servant a lasting dynasty then he asked the question is this how you deal with everyone is this how you treat men because I don't deserve to be here and David said how great you are oh God there is no one like you verse 22 we have never ever heard of another God like you because David could sit down and consider where he came from David just he just Bible says he came and sat in the um, temple he just sat down and he was thinking me I'm in church one of my pastors there were four friends three are dead only he's alive and he says had he not come to church he too would be dead one day he met a woman in his town Obwasi. he met a woman and she told him you you are lucky pa. she told him you are lucky you should have been dead with your friends that is why he's a missionary in Mozambique he's built a big church 400 people missionary is gone he said that I know what God has done for me I know what God has done for me that is why he has gone far away to save God if you can remember and think what God has done for you oh it will be easy to praise God first of all chapter 2 Hannah 
Hannah, when she went to the temple, now, verse 1, and Hannah prayed and said, my, my, my heart rejoices in the Lord. My heart is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. Talk no more so proudly. And she goes on. And there is none holy. Go back. Verse 2. And then she she sits in the temple. Then she writes this thing. There is none holy as the Lord. There is none. It's a song we sing. It's a song we sing. It is a song that we have probably thought is an SU song. There is none holy as the Lord. There is none beside Him. That's, that's the song that we are singing as a song somebody sat there by herself one day you, to us it's a worship song somebody sat there one day by herself and she just began to sing because she remembered what it was for many many years having no child and feeling the torments and feeling all the all the, all the despisement and all the issues of being a barren woman you know this afternoon you're here and you feel an emptiness in your heart maybe you came to church maybe you're invited but this love for god you don't feel it in your heart wherever you are do me a favor this morning be honest and do me a favor and lift your hand i want to pray for you right now you are here this morning and this bubbling you don't feel it in your heart you don't feel any excitement there's no emotion in your heart you are here and you have listened but you're just normal maybe the love of God is not established in you and if you are here this morning just do me one favor please one favor lift your right hand say pastor please I don't feel this thing you're mentioning I don't feel it I'm a good Christian I'm trying my best I don't feel it you just this one wherever you are just your right hand just your right hand just your right hand you don't feel it you want to lift your hand just go ahead it is that is why we are here to stir your hearts to love God to stir our hearts that the love of God will be in us we will not pass it over we will love God and we aren't ashamed to say I love Jesus I'm not ashamed I'm not ashamed and you are here this morning don't be ashamed don't be ashamed just wherever you are just your right hand say pastor please this thing I don't have it I don't have it I know somebody is here I, I feel it pressing on my heart somebody is here and you are watching us you have become a spectator an onlooker and you are just amazed at some people's passion as you look around you see people barely singing and you are so I mean you are you are normal and you can see others are passionate some are kneeling some are shaking some are really caught up but you are just watching us quietly this morning we came for a healing touch from the Lord Jesus and you are here you know I'm talking to you you know I'm talking to you 
you know I'm describing how you felt during the worship. You know I'm, I'm, I'm saying exactly what you felt. Just this morning, do me a favor. Just your right hand. Maybe that's why you came this morning. That's why I also sang the song this morning. Just your hand this morning. This morning. Don't go the same way. Don't carry this uncertainty back home. Don't continue with this emptiness. Don't. Don't. I'm talking to someone this morning. I'm talking to one particular person this morning. Maybe you are known as a Christian. But actually, this, this excitement is not in you. Today is your day. Today is your chance. Today is the opportunity. God has made all things right for you to recognize that you need something more than what you have. God has set everything in place. This morning, don't miss your chance. Don't miss your chance. There's one man like that. He's a man. One man like that. Don't miss your chance. God is working in your hearts. Maybe he has organized this whole service because of you. To stir your hearts. Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus for your great love for us even in the abundance of our wrongdoing you loved us even in our backsliding our coldness our impassivity you, you loved us in all that we have done of course you loved us and this morning it is one more show of your love for us. Thank you that you stay our hearts and you draw us close to you. Let your blessings, let your blessings remain with us. Let the Holy Spirit presence never depart from us. Father, from today, help us to stay hot with you. Help us to be drawn closer to you. Stay our hearts, stay our hearts, stay our hearts that we love you even more than we are doing. Let that love bubble out. Let it be expressed even in the midst of other people. Let us not be ashamed to say, I love Jesus. And thank you, Lord, that today you have touched our hearts. Draw us ever closer to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together. You may be seated. We believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International True Vine Cathedral, located at Bantama, behind the Confident Eating Place. This and every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.